Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Previously on El Flow. En el ambiente musical. In the music scene, I'm known as DJ Playero. Cuando yo llegué a, lo, a empezar el underground. When I started underground, I started in the apartment. That's when I started working on 37. Y ahí donde nace el 37. Y yo pues eso me enfogonó. And that's where 37 was born. And that, well, made me really angry. <laughs> He stole my singers. In storytelling, there are some universal narrative threads that just tend to work, like a coming-of-age story, a rags-to-riches story, or an impossible love story. In the world of Puerto Rican underground, how that movement evolved into reggaeton can best be understood as a quest to avenge a betrayal, like the Count of Monte Cristo, because this betrayal would lead to a set of rivalries and diss tracks that became so popular they would lift the movement into the mainstream. Or perhaps it was just the appearance of a betrayal. This is El Flow, a journey to the roots of reggaeton. My name is Lilia Luciano. I'm a CBS News correspondent born and raised in Puerto Rico, the cradle of reggaeton. You're listening to episode 10, La Tiraera. Let's start with the original sin, the alleged betrayal. As we learned in the previous episode, to make the legendary album Playero 37, DJ Playero used many of the artists that DJ Negro considered his because he had launched their careers at his nightclub, Dinois. And though he had no exclusive agreement with them, verbal or in writing, DJ Negro felt slighted. So, never one to turn the other cheek, DJ Negro decided to get even by making his own album using new artists to replace some of those who had recorded with Playero. Pues yo hago unas competencias como hice con Vico. I held some competitions like I did with Vico. And the winners were going to participate in the first album called The Noise. Wait, did you come up with the idea for The Noise after you saw Playero 37? Hacer el cassette. Si yo hice esto, yes, no lo... the mixtape. 
I was like, why wouldn't I? If the music was born in the noise. ¿Qué pasa? Pues hago las competencias y gana este dúo. What happens is I do the competition and this duo wins. So that's where Baby Rasta and Gringo were born. Who were the ones who won the competition? Yo no sé si fue una canción que se llama Vamos Pa' Plaza. I don't know if it was a song called Vamos Pa' Plaza. Pa' Plaza, Jiri, Pa' Plaza. Pues la cuestión es que ganaron y en ese grupo pues nace una nueva cepa que son las guanábanas podridas. Yeah, so they won. And among those who competed, a new crew was born. Las guanábanas podridas, the point breakers, Bebe, Polanco, and Prieto Valdez. That's how the noise one was born. And I started distributing it the way that I distributed the other cassettes. Except now, I brought more professional machines and I could make 500, 600, 700 cassettes daily and distribute them. The Noise One and Playero 37 lifted underground from the underworld and right into music stores. There, kids like me from all over the island bought the music behind our parents' back because the lyrics were, well, pretty scandalous. They talked about life on the streets, drugs, corrupt cops, and sex, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. With The Noise and Playero competing on the streets and in the stores, a musical competition, if not yet a musical confrontation, had been set off, influenced by DJ Negro's beef for having lost some of his artists. The betrayal. And within that vibe, Playero 38 and Dinois 2 came out. But to really understand this story, we have to talk about DJ Eric, DJ Negro's right-hand man. You see, DJ Eric, in addition to playing music at the club, was in charge of Dinois' mixtapes. DJ Eric es la mente maestra. DJ Eric is the mastermind. He's a guy who knows music, engineering. He's a genius at the underground and songwriting and mixing. And the guy is a genius in music. This is Lito MC Cassidy, a rapper who started his musical career with DJ Eric and later became part of the duo Lito y Polaco. For DJ Eric, putting together the Noise Records had been a dream come true. But that dream was cut short when the second The Noise nightclub was closed down, forcing DJ Negro to take over production of the records. Relegated and frustrated, DJ Eric decided to create his own company and started recording a crew of new singers. But he also recorded a song with Polaco, one of the new members of The Noise. What happened next is not totally clear and depends a lot on who you ask. But palabras más, palabras menos, DJ Eric and DJ Negro provoked their artists to start dissing the other side. At first, the diss tracks, or tiraeras, were indirect, metaphorical, like PG-13. But things escalated quickly. You could say that Polaco was one of the originators of the tiraera being competitive because we were defending Polaco, who was on our team, and he was tirando, dissing the other side. So then it became a competition between... DJ Eric Playero and DJ Negro. Siempre va a haber tiraera, hubo en el rap ha habido tiraera. There will always be tiraera. In rap there have been these tracks because that's what it's about. And that's what it's about in the underground. There has always been tiraera. Even in salsa there has been tiraera. Come on. That's DJ Playero. Lo que pasa es que hubieron algunas algunas What happened was that there was some tiraeras that made it personal. You understand? Cada DJ ya tenía su grupo, por era entre el grupo Dinois con el grupo de, de DJ Eric. Each DJ had his own group, 
between The Noise and DJ Eric's group, they had Lito and Polanco and MC Cejas. So from my group, Baby Rasta and Gringo, used to always diss Lito and Polanco. Baby went up against MC Cejas, and it was pretty serious war. And each artist had their own crew of not very good people. Eso fue lo que enriqueció las tiraderas. That fueled the tiraderas, what we call tiraera, because one person throws out a rhyme, then the other person responds with a rhyme, and in that tiraera, there is malice. It's a challenge to your career. You're putting your career at risk every time you enter a tiraera. You have to be ready to compete and put your life on the line. Putting your life on the line started out as something figurative and ended up becoming something literal. Because Puerto Rico was going through a wave of violence fueled by drug trafficking and primarily poverty. It was the era of el malianteo, of being or pretending to be a gangster. Many of the underground artists lived in the same neighborhoods where the gangs operated. Some, like DJ Negro, had relatives who were traffickers. Others were part of the criminal world, like Lito. Cuando yo era chiquito, yo quería ser un maleante. When I was little, I wanted to be a maleante, a thug, you know? I used to say my money comes from the street, and that was my mentality. Music was secondary. First was the addiction of trying to become huge on the street. The name Lido MC Cassidy refers to the legendary train and bank robber from the classic movie Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Ironically, Lido didn't want to lyrically shoot at the other squads at first. He knew the laws of the streets and the consequences. Yo no tiré porque... I didn't shoot because I knew that I was shooting not just at an artist. I was shooting at a neighborhood. And my neighborhood was at war with different neighborhoods. So that meant there would be a real street war between their people and my people. I solved all those problems on the street. It was easier for me. When I went to the club, I went with like 40 people. And they all came from not very nice places, you know. They came from that world. Sooner or later, Lito and almost all the artists from that time participated in the tiraeras because they couldn't hold back, but also because they realized the public loved it. I mean, we waited for each one with an unhealthy interest, con morbo. Actually, we still do. But if most of the artists were imitating the street with their art, the squads, the corillo in the neighborhoods, they took it to heart. And that's when things got ugly. Because after all, they all lived on an island, most of them in the San Juan area, and they all went to the same clubs, parties, and concerts. And when two opposing corillo were in the same place in the middle of Atiraera, well then, life imitated art. Here's DJ Adam with one of many such incidents. Me recuerdo que era una, en las navidades, y estaba este personaje bien pegado. I remember it was Christmas and there was this character. He had a son that was on fire, pegado, and he was a tiraera. The guy he was dissing was there waiting for the moment he performed the song to bull rush the stage and start a huge fight. And I go where so and so is. I tell him, look, this is a show. Do it on the streets. He says, it's true, it's true. Then I walk over, me, the most peaceful person, <laughs> to the other side and I say the same to him. No, Adam, I'm going to sing the song because that song, that it's a hit. He sang it and I see like 20 dudes run and jump to the front of the stage. Meanwhile, I walk backstage to my car. Good night. I don't know nothing. Next day, they tell me it was a shit show. 
todavía estaba en un proceso de bajo mundo, el, el underground. Underground was still in the underworld. I mean, they were neighborhood events. The crews ran into each other because so many people went to the concerts and they had their differences. And maybe the artists were dissing each other on tapes and we were, you know, writing our next diss. But your best friend, he was eyeing the other guy's best friend and didn't like the way he looked at him. And then things happened that were very dangerous. Sometimes the parties were on an outdoor court. Maybe they were in a caserío, public housing or a marquesina. They were in open places. There was a lot of shooting. A lot of fist fights, a lot of everything. There were concerts where people died. The police seemed to prefer to stay on the sidelines when it came to these fights, even though they got involved in everything else. The lack of control was the final straw for some, like DJ Adam, DJ Playero, and Evie Queen, who remembers getting really nervous about the singers talking about shooting each other and what really could happen as a result. La tiradera siempre fue real y casi terminamos sin cantantes porque se, se ofrecían tiro, the cruise, it's the cruise around, around the artist, o se ofrecían golpe, you know, like it was, it was, the shit was real, shit was real, and it was hard for me, y yo me ponía muy nerviosa. Si tú quieres calle, pues mira, vete para la calle. Pero esto If you want the street life, well look, go be on the streets. But this is music, this is for people to enjoy and to dance. Because that's what music is about. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Let's go back to where we started, the betrayal, to better understand what that was all about, really. Para ese tiempo, los productores nos ponían a pelear a nosotros competitivamente, pero ellos se conocían. Eso lo At the time, the producers were telling us to fight musically, but they knew each other. We only learned that many years later. The good thing about this was there were two factors, that if you came from a neighborhood or another city, that community had your back, completely. So you not only had the artist, but his community. And the other artist also had his community who supported him. Villanegro explains it clearly. But were Eric and you fighting, or was that them? No, not us. It's like I told you. At that time, when there was no YouTube, there was none of that. An album could sell for three or four months. Sometimes we would agree. I'm going to come out on such date, and you come out on this date, so we could each corner the market. I sell alone, and then they sell alone, and everyone eats. And so was everybody else. I mean, the audience also was waiting for the next diss. That way, the disses lasted longer, because everyone was waiting to see the other album. And that's how it grew. Underground grew thanks to the idea of betrayal and the tiraeras and the corillos, but also because of something else. The lyrics of the songs. Simply put, we had never heard or at least understood lyrics that were that outrageous. It was like being in kindergarten and hearing adults swear. It felt dangerous and funny, and it definitely made you want to sing along. And what were they talking about? Well, a little bit of gangster life, a little bit of weed, and lots of sex. So the intention of making songs like that was why? They'd sell more, the dirtier the song? If you pay attention, those songs that knocked out badly just to sell. It was because they told stories that made you laugh. Because if you listen to La Juanabana Podria, they tell you a story. One day with Carlitos, I went to San Juan. We were kinky. We wanted to fuck. They made you a story. Ching in the mountains. They fuck in your face. Whenever I ride you, spit in your face, fucking bitch that is worth nothing. But they are stories. <laughs> I can tell you from my own experience that this song, Maldita Puta by the Guanabana Podrias, made an impact I'll never forget. And there's tons of people just like me who went to private school and grew up with underground in the 90s who feel the same way. I do weddings, I do parties, and I'm DJing for a party for this doctor. And everywhere you look are rich white people inside that doctor's party. You know what the doctor told me? Do you have maldita puta? <laughs> that doctor has to be for my generation. When I put on that song, everyone looked at me. Chachu, and they started grinding, baby. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, because although it's perhaps the most direct and explicit and truly offensive song, it's also the one that I remember the most of that time. I mean, can you imagine the backlash from her parents? Between the tiraeras and the songs like Maldita Puta, the island was in a culture shock. You know that Puerto Rican people are very religious. And see that these guys say, damn horse, damn brat, that if a gun, that if I kill you. This is DJ Nelson from Dinois talking about a divided island. 
with one part scandalized and another grinding, perreando hasta abajo. Normal. Normal que en la canción dijeran puta. Normal, normal. That in the song they say bitch, for me it was normal because I'm very, I'm very young. I love that you say whore. I love that. Wow. How hard. Because we are young and this was something new. Given the complaints of some conservative sectors of Puerto Rican society, the government decided to take action. Mano dura contra el crimen. Mano dura contra el crimen. Iron fist. Tough on crime. They marched in. Bang, 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 bang. It looked like a movie. That's next time on El Flow. There was a time that if you listened to our music in your car, you were fined $500. They arrested the distributor, the one who distributed our music. There, there were arrests at the record labels. They seized all the merchandise because they said that the music was pornographic. They were even looking for me. El Flow is a production of XL Content Studio in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. The show is hosted by me, Lilia Luciano, and was created and produced by Vitenis Di Julis. Production and sound design by Dixo. Additional production by David Quiñones, Mirna Couto, Hermes Ayala, and Natalia Merced. Story editing by Nuria Net. Original music by Truco. Production supervision by Álvaro Céspedes. Executive producers for Exile Content Studio are Nando Vila, Isaac Lee, and Alejandro Uribe. Executive producers for iHeartMedia are Connell Byrne and Giselle Bances. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.